Hi, this is Cousin Vinny. Our sponsor, FloridaRealEstateUniversity.com, meets state-mandated Florida real estate education, offering pre-licensed, post-licensing, and continuing education courses, so you can learn from the comfort of your home or on the road. Visit FloridaRealEstateUniversity.com today, and please take some time to visit our other sponsors at the CousinVinnyNetwork.com website. Without them, this network would not be possible. That's the CousinVinnyNetwork.com. Hey, this is Vinny DeRosa with FloridaRealEstateUniversity.com, and we're going to do another little update on education and the state exam and the uh, Florida Real Estate Principles and Practice for Sales Associates, the do's and the don'ts. Uh, some of the things that you know you didn't think you needed to know, and yeah, maybe you should have listened. Uh, don't get me wrong; it's 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 a new experience for everybody out there. It's all brand new material. Uh, it's new vocabulary. There's a lot to learn. And I think through the process that we're going to go over these next couple of podcasts, I hopefully that will give you some insight as to how making your life a lot better. So with me today is one of my students, Mr. Stan. So Stan has uh, gone through the process. He's made application. He's taken the course and passed the end of course exam. And now we're kind of going back through and doing a kind of a semi-review and make sure that he feels comfortable with all of that new stuff in his head. Hey, Stan, how you doing today? Good, Vinny. Thank you very much for having me today and helping me out. Yeah. I mean, it, it again, like I said, it's it's all brand new, especially if you're coming from other fields, the vocabulary, the, 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 the things that you don't normally hear or see. You go, huh? What's that? So any any insight as to things that maybe you should have thought about a little harder when you first got started? Well, maybe two things. One from an ap application perspective and the other one from a, a test and a learning perspective. Um, so from a test and learning perspective, I, you know, I'm fired up. I, I can, I'm good online. I'm going to take a bunch of stuff. I'm going to suck it down and I'm going to pass this test as fast as possible so I can hit the street running. Mm-hmm is great and and uh fun however um i was blowing through the online training mm -hmm. and and i didn't open the book oh or at least or at least not much mm -hmm. and and i just saw it's all online here well, everything's online well yeah there's a lot of information online but there's a heck of a lot more in the book that made that online course so um so like like I said, I, I went through it. Um, I didn't pass with the highest score I would have liked um, for the end exam uh, because I, I, I rushed it a little bit too fast. Right. So, you know, um, hindsight 2020, I should have probably, you know, walked the book and the unit online at the same time. Right. Uh, and, and, and actually let it absorb a little bit more. Right. So I, I, you know, you know. I'm glad I'm where I'm at. However, um, it would have been a little bit more comforting to know. Um, I, I was a little bit more deep in the knowledge of having that textbook knowledge with the online at the same time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I always tell that people in the beginning, you know, get the book so that, you know, when you have some downtime, when you're not in front of your computer, you can just pull out the book and, and it goes back to the back of the book, the glossary. Those terms and definitions back there. If if you don't know what these words mean, when you see them for the first time on the screen, it's like, huh, what's that? So I think by having and and I and I understand people are trying to you know save some bucks, but you know 
a couple of dollars saved can cost you down the road as far as time passing the course, passing the state exam. You know, it's, it's, it's a matter of time, but having that book going through the glossary, like you said, maybe doing a little pre-read before you go online so that when you go online and go, Oh yeah, I remember that. And you kind of get through the material. Yeah. That right way to do it. I think uh, definitely go through the material. If I do it, if I would, if I grow up to be a, a successful real estate associate and go for the brokerage license, I will, read the chapter, <laughs> be online, read, read the chapter, take the next one. So that's, that would be my next, uh, study habit. So, well, you're going to have to do that for your post education. Cause that comes up after you get your sales associate and that's a 45 hour, same thing. You know, you oh. can take it online, but if you fail it, you got to go back and take it again. So again, with the book. Oh. And again, I, I think part of it comes from, well, I'm not in a class, so why do I need a book? And I get that asked every time when someone signs up. And I said, well, it's just a tool in your toolbox. Yeah, yeah, well, it's always good to have a good toolbox. Yes, yes. <laughs> you can fix things that way, yes. Yeah. That's right. So right. The, uh, the, the, the second part of uh, my, my lessons learned uh, would be during the application process. Mm-hmm. So I, I applied early, but I applied maybe not the right way. Okay. Uh, so I applied for the military endorsement that mm. I don't actually qualify for because I don't meet their time requirements. So, right. um, again, you know, I, and I wasted a few weeks under that umbrella because it kept telling me that I was deficient. I'm like, well, why am I deficient? This doesn't make sense. Right. Uh, you know, I got 22 years in the army. What, you know, <laughs> what you know, I'm deficient. How is that deficient? So, <laughs> but the fine print is if, uh, you're either an active duty person, uh, I think even yeah, a spouse of an active duty person, and then uh, or recently separated under 60 days is right. really the requirement for that. So yeah, there's a fine line for that, and we would hope that it had been longer, but that's just the way the rule was written. And right, think, right, yeah, right. no so, fault, it, you know, it, it's it, yeah, yeah, no harm, no foul, just uh, mm-hmm. just. Uh, in case whoever's listening out there and thinks that you know they're qualified, double check uh, or triple check that you meet those requirements. Right. That's all. Okay. Yeah. So, what what other little tidbits do you want to chit chat about? Uh, you know, we could you know go a little bit into uh, one of the earlier units um, and talk a little bit about the brokerage, um, you know, multiple license aspects and, mm-hmm. and how that. Um, so I, I'll turn it to you unless you want me to get more specific. Well, give, give me a, give me a, an idea of what you're thinking is a multiple license versus a brokerage license or a, you know, I mean. Yeah. So, so one thing that I was a little confused on in, in the uh, book and online was that I was under the impression of if Stan was now a broker mm-hmm. and had an office in Clearwater and Apollo beach and Orlando. Right. Uh, that I, if I was the broker, right. that I would have three separate licenses right. for office. Okay. Um, so, but if I was the only broker, you know, why, why couldn't I put all that under one umbrella? Okay. So that's where the multiple versus the branch office comes in. So as a broker, uh, just like myself, I can have offices in all 67 counties of Florida and they would be all branches of my license. So I am totally and completely responsible for all 67 offices. 
and all the agents that are in those particular offices under a broker's license that have branches. Now, if I got a little smarter and I said, hmm, 67 offices with all these multiple agents in counties that I will never go see very often, do you think there could be a little bit of liability on my part? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the law says, Mr. Broker Vinny, you can have what's called a multiple license. I could have broker friends. So if you were a broker and you were in Hillsborough County, I could say, Stan, you want to be part of our companies? You can have your own license as a broker, Stan's brokerage, and I'll be part of your company in a multiple license capacity. You're in control of that company, but I'm just here to support and help you and be part of your company's operations. I'm not controlling the agents. That's your job. I'm not controlling any of the paperwork. I'm just going to be maybe a silent partner. So I could have 67 multiple licenses for each county where there is another broker whose license is the one that is in charge. So that's the difference between a branch and multiple licenses. So uh, where it gets a little confusing, I think, in the text or on the test, Mm -hmm. it talks about a broker for two unrelated real estate brokerage entities. I guess that's the the key there, unrelated. Yeah, all 67 of them are not related to each other. That's Broker Stan, Broker Bonnie, Broker Sue, Broker John. They're all separate individual brokers, so we're all unrelated to each other. If it were branch office, it would be my branch, my branch, my branch, my branch. You know, Sarasota, Bradenton, you know, those are all mine. Yeah, that clears things up a little bit on that. So I, I thought that was a little... Maybe a little nuance there on, mm-hmm. on the uh, real world understanding, I right. guess. Right. You know, um, and I think we could maybe do one more. Okay. If you're up for it. Sure. And this is similar along the line, and we talked about this um, a little earlier. Um, talk about uh, you know transaction brokers and then some of their duties and responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we talked a little bit about fiduciary uh, mm-hmm. or between the text and, and um, online mm-hmm. fiduciary responsibilities and, and confidentiality responsibilities. Um, so I guess my question was, uh, was there, or is there a limited, it says here, there's limited confidentiality uh, responsibility, yeah. but you know, what about fid- fiduciary? So I guess we could go on that a little bit. I was a little I thought there also be some sort of limited fiduciary responsibility, but. Well, I mean, you can have limited confidentiality. I mean, if they're telling you things, if you're a transaction broker, you know, you shouldn't disclose it unless it's to the detriment of, of the other party. Um, the fiduciary responsibilities are the only one that has been taken out of transaction broker. If you look at transaction broker's definition versus single agent, the word fiduciary doesn't exist in transaction broker. Fiduciary is the highest standard of loyalty. In a transaction broker situation, there's no loyalty to any of the parties. So that's the main difference between a transaction broker and a single agent broker. So the the standard of fiduciary is is the, the key factor between the two differences. 
but you can have limited confidentiality in a transaction broker. The seller tells you certain things. As long as it's not illegal, you can keep it. You don't have to disclose that information. But as, as a fiduciary, you can't disclose anything. It's like uh, being Catholic and going and telling the priest a confession. You know, that's fiduciary. You know, he's the only one that hears it in God. That's it. Nobody else can hear it. You know, and he doesn't share it with anybody. Uh, and that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I, I think I think that's kind of all the questions I have right now. Uh, I could probably go on and on, but I, I don't want to no, bore you. No, that was good. No, no, you weren't boring. I mean, I, I think you, you got your point that, you know, going too quickly sometimes is not the best uh, remedy. Uh, just taking your time and getting through the material. Yeah, absolutely. Because otherwise, you're. At, if you look at the statistics as far as uh, the pastel rate, um, and, and that's all online. You can see what that is. Yep. 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 It's, it's not looking good. <laughs> no. You know, if, if you if you buzz through it, unless you're a genius, and and that I am not. No, I don't. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't I don't rate in that league either. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to end it here. I just want to say this is uh, Vinny DeRosa with FloridaRealEstateUniversity.com. Stan was so grateful to uh, have you back on to to talk about some of these things, and we're going to be covering some other issues that you've come across, and maybe we'll help others get through the. Uh, the course and get their, their license as a sales associate here in Florida. Sounds great. Thanks, Vinny. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.